podcast episode 88 that was flashlight by parliament such a good band man i've been getting into funk lately yeah that was hot man <laughs> I, it made me miss funk i ain't listened to funk in a minute oh man i made this dope funk playlist uh, I'll, I'll send it to you it's, i'm pretty i'm pretty ecstatic about it <laughs> <laughs> no uh absolutely yeah i haven't here i'm sorry i'm working with a real hot mic <laughs> crank that bad boy down um no, yeah, that was that was a bop. <laughs> it is, man. Um, I have I've been, you know me. I, I'm I, I'm I'm addicted to like making playlists. Um, I have some really good ones I've been making lately. I made a uh, a funk one. I've made a uh, like just like a cool '70s one. I'm working on a psych one. I think I'm trying to like get into psych, um, but I don't really know where to start. You're kind of into psych, aren't you? Like, do you have any advice for me? <laughs> Uh, well, I do have a degree in psych. <laughs> That's um, right. So. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of kind of proud of that one. Um, I, do you just mean like psychedelic music in general? Yes, like psychedelic music in general. Um, <sighs> you're putting me on the spot. There's a couple bands that, if you want to start at the beginning, I think are important. Mm-hmm. Um, just to like kind of set some groundwork okay because i'm a nerd and i gotta do that so that's how i listen to music okay but like rory erickson um is a good place to start there uh there's the band the 13th floor oh 13th floor elevators yeah yeah 13th floor elevators i could i was like that's not right um yeah that that's like a great place to start um i think psychedelic music gets hard because it changes a lot like at one point everything was like kind of psychedelic um but i do think that if you could tap into trying to like i i really like rory erickson like that's that's one i really like to listen to um but like there's like newer bands that like i would I would definitely lump in there like I definitely think like the Animal Collective mm-hmm. is definitely a modern trippy psychedelic band. Um I even kind of think Mars Volta is while they're more prog, definitely it's psychedelic prog. I mm-hmm. mean to me, I, I don't know if you listen to a lot of Mars Volta. Not really. It was always like I I I've heard I've heard it a little bit and I couldn't really grasp it. So yeah, so that so that's what happens I think with psychedelic music a lot too. It lines up with prog pretty heavily. Um but I think the Mars Volta is a great deep dive you could do into how they incorporate I cuz I think if you're going to get into psychedelic music, you might as well get into prog while you're at it because they're going to line up a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think the Mars Volta could be a great way of doing that. Yeah. Um 
What would you consider the Doors? I know you're a big Doors fan. They're kind of oh, yeah, in that same vein. They're, they're they're totally a psychedelic band. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Um. So yeah, I mean the Doors. What fucking what is the band that does that White Rabbit song? Oh, Jefferson Airplane. Jefferson Airplane. Yeah. Yeah. That's Jefferson Airplane's playlist, yeah. early stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a kind of a good starting point too. Um. Then there's always the Goat. There's always Floyd, man. Floyd. I don't I I I've been getting into Floyd a little bit. Like I've always been very anti-Floyd, but since I'm discovering the psych phase, I'm like, okay, I can kind of appreciate it a little bit more now. There there's stuff in there you'll like. Yeah. Like, you know, there I I think that you may be a guy who would like an an album like wish you were here mm-hmm. over like animals yeah like i love animals more because it's so psychedelic <laughs> and every song has like eight parts um but wish you were here is the same structure it's only like a five or six song album mm-hmm. but it's a little bit more friendly yeah so i think like wish you were here is a great i i mean it's 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 got the uh the the song wish you were here which yeah. everybody loves that song that's oh, great yeah I, I do like that song yeah yeah uh it's got welcome to the machine have a cigar no so it's got hits but it's got psychedelic stuff mm-hmm. there so i if you haven't listened to the whole album all the way through give wish you were here a shot okay, okay. i think that's your wheelhouse i'm writing all this down if you want to be cool listen to metal if you want to be cool, listen to metal because that is fucking an amazing album. Oh, that's an album by Pink Floyd. Yeah, metal. didn't even know it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's with yeah, it's M E D D L E. Oh, uh, okay. Because that has echoes, which echoes is one of the greatest Pink Floyd songs ever. Hmm. Dude, I really I I want to get under the influence and watch live at Pompeii <laughs> with you because the shit fucking is insane. That I mean, I would be down for that. <laughs> it is terrifying. <laughs> They're playing like in the Coliseum at Pompeii while they just like, and it's just like trippy psychedelic music. David Gilmore just like, yeah, like soaring. <laughs> blaring like 12 Marshall stacks you know like just yeah, rumbling yeah, yeah. everything while they're just <laughs> filming like the the perfectly preserved dead bodies right it's fucking it's so dude, weird dude it's, it's gnarly yeah. I, one of the greatest live dvds though ever dang man um, yeah sounds crazy why didn't yeah. mean to bogart it with the the psych it just kind of uh, i've been thinking about that lately <laughs> no yeah absolutely yeah no that's that's actually super interesting i kind of i wish i did that more i just don't really do that i kind of just like pick bands that i like out of each genre and i'm like i don't know today i want to listen to prog and i'll you know throw on rush or i'll get into yeah uh, yes mm-hmm. i'll just like i'm gonna put on yes um just jam out to my favorite prog bands or something (laughs) yeah definitely man well i i have kind of a unique way of listening to music and like because i have so many playlists like if you look at my spotify there's like it's there's like 40 it's hard to keep track um but then i'll just like you know i'll I'll, well i most of the time i'll just listen to it at work so i'll get to work for the day and i'll just like go through my playlist and be like oh what am i feeling today and then a lot that's where kind of the 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 psych influence is coming from like ah maybe you know getting into this i I listen to my funk playlist a lot um so I'll, I'll just kind of like cycle through about 10 or so playlists that I really like. And I listen to those on rotation. Um, and then every once in a while I discover like a new band that I get obsessed with and um, throw that in there uh, for good measure. But yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, totally. Um, no, I think that's super interesting. It, I, I, I don't listen to music like I used to. I'm, I'm like 
so into podcasts because I just have this weird comfort thing of just hearing someone talk or telling yeah. a story that I just I've I kind of stepped away from music a, a little bit. I'm not listening to things very intently. Um, well, Mitch, I don't know about you, but I'm a thirsty little boy. I'm, yeah, I could, I could go for a drink. Yeah, let's get into it. What you drinking today? All right, I have got another moon rambler ipa from founders brewery um because i haven't bought beer in about a month and this has just still been in my fridge so uh, okay. i'm gonna drink it so i've had it on the podcast just, before <laughs> do we need to just switch over to whiskey at this point is that uh, what's gonna happen possibly yeah because <laughs> i just because i you know what i have i have a truly pineapple tall boy that i'm <laughs> about a thousand percent i've had already pretty sure yeah i'm pretty yeah. sure i have so uh this segment's getting kind of boring it is isn't it yeah and it's just because i'm too lazy to go grocery shopping like i haven't felt like going to the liquor store in about a month so i'm just polishing (laughs) off what i have around the house (laughs) well and like me too but i just even feel like when i go i just i i just I, i mean yeah it's like i could just pick a random six pack but it just sucks when you buy a six pack you don't like the beer mm-hmm. you've got five of them you have to contend with now um and also it's just i drank a lot of beer i've tried a lot of beer it's just nothing is really blowing my mind yeah um so i don't know maybe we just need to start picking up whiskey and just doing a, a glass of whiskey or two i'm fine with that fine with that <laughs> we'll have more opinions yeah probably because um, i've always and it'll be always, equally as uninformed <laughs> yeah like but that's the thing though is like you've always been into whiskey a little bit more than me like you've started you've started to cultivate more of an interest in whiskey where i've kind of lived in a world where there's just one kind of whiskey and it is jameson <laughs> yeah exactly if i'm going to drink it it will be jameson for no real re- I, th- I don't know i think it's just i find jameson to be really smooth yeah it, it definitely is yeah okay because uh, you always see people who don't drink whiskey drink Jameson, and it's like they're drinking gasoline. I'm like, there is way worse whiskey than this. <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. Um, I've been, uh, I, I'm, I'm more of a bourbon guy nowadays. Um, I've been really appreciating that more and more. Uh, and I think it started. This is going to sound so dumb, but um, when I went to like um, Louisville last summer, um, they had a whole bunch of like local, you know, distilleries, and I've toured some like bourbon distilleries before, and it's just a really cool experience seeing how it gets made um it kind of allows you to appreciate it a little bit more um and even when i went to the jack daniels distillery in tennessee um not very good whiskey at all but it was still really cool to see and then shortly after that i went through a phase where i was drinking like gentleman jack because like oh it's jack but it's fancier and uh, it's it's not that much better (laughs) (laughs) right no i was never real partial to jack daniels but goddamn do they not have almost a monopoly on fucking (laughs) you know bourbon they do they even have like a fire jack which tastes like fireball they have an apple jack which is like appley cidery whiskey they've got it all <laughs> they have one that they come out with in the winter i think that honey oh that one i do like that one i do kind of like too it's pretty good you can you can incorporate that into you know wintery cocktails yeah. and fall cocktails <laughs> so yeah i mean that one is pretty good so they're doing something right yeah. <laughs> anyway, so how's your truly? Uh, it's it's good. I was trying to think of maybe I haven't had the pineapple, but I had another flavor. I don't remember, but honestly, once again, truly is a good seltzer. I mean, yeah. it's 
it's not I will say that if you really wanted to get into it, I mean, you can really kind of... Because I have noticed that there are seltzers that have kind of a chemically mm-hmm. component to them with their flavoring. Um, while they try to be all natural and stuff, it really just isn't. But one thing about Truly is I think this is the one... Yeah, there's like nothing in this. There's like three ingredients. Mm-hmm. So I at least think they're doing it better than some. Yeah, Eric has been getting into one called Vizzy um, that's actually really good, too. Because um, I, I, I like a seltzer, but um, I really only like the ones that taste like the actual fruit that they they say it's flavored with. A lot of the ones, like even White Claw, I think is just too chemically... It, it doesn't taste like the actual fruit. Vizzy, I think, nails it. So if you haven't had Vizzy, you, you'd probably like it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've seen it around. I just haven't picked it up. So yeah, that's one I'll have to. I'll have to try. And and seltzers are still kind of interesting because it's kind of the only thing that Charlotte can drink. I don't. Yeah. Or what the hell's going on with her body? <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, all right, Mitch. That's been what we drink in. Um, let's get into the lightning round. Let's get it started because I'm super hyped. I got a lot of stuff to talk about today. All right, so let's, let's go. Get into it. Lightning round. Mitch, what do you take to work each day? Because I asked this question, and we'll be careful here, but you told me you have a work guitar, which was about the whitest, most privileged ass <laughs> statement I've ever heard. So I'm going to need you. What Are you taking gear to, like, how much do you take to work each day? What do you take to work each day? No, I really, I, I don't take a guitar to work every day, mostly because my guitar is at my work already. I leave it there overnight most of the time. I just brought it home that one time because I knew we were going to be jamming. Um, but no, I mean, I don't take anything crazy to work. I've, I, I have a pretty legit setup at work that I've, uh, that I've curated. Um, I pretty much have a red shrine my whole desk has yeah. like uh, i've got a red's calendar i've got a pete rose uh uh comic book i, I think i sent you um a red's helmet oh yeah i've got a i've got a skyline chili flag pennant like just hanging up on my my wall at work um i have a uh oh, pete rose wheaties box um <laughs> it's pretty insane but i think what you were referring to is um i spend most well pretty much all of my day talking on the phone um to people so rather than having to talk to people in silence and it's you know, it, it makes my day a little bit better. So I have this kind of legit mixer. I, I bought a mixer that I connected to my phone and my computer so I can listen to music through my headphones. Um, and then one day I had this idea, like, you know, I was just sitting there on the phone, a 45 minute call, this guy going on and on and on about God knows what. And the whole time I was just going like, yep, yep, I hear that. <laughs> but and, and I was just like, man, I should be playing guitar right now or something. So I brought in my guitar, hooked it up to my little mixer, run that through a separate channel. So now I have my guitar and it's going through like a, a, a little DI box that has some effects built into it. So I can actually hear like electric guitar, how it's supposed to sound through my headphones while I'm talking to people. So I, I'll just be noodling and <laughs> I'll, I'll just be noodling on. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, you do. You have a I think it's a great setup, but yeah, very intricate for for just just being at work but i have started to do some things you're gonna like, be there eight hours a day man you might as well find something that passes the time so i realize that um because because my job is a lot more mobile yeah um so i'm not at my desk as much but what i did want to do is like i want this to be at least mildly enjoyable so mm-hmm. you know i got a baseball at work now that i like to i like to pitch around you know when i'm thinking and it and it, it's a good stress reliever too 
Um, but with my little uh, my little Chromebook tablet I got here, uh, I've been taking that into work, um, and I have so I did a I did a drunk Amazon purchase again. So I wanted <laughs> I to it. buy a little a little bag like a laptop bag to put my tablet in and I can maybe like slide a drink into the like you know like an outside holder or whatever mm-hmm. I could have all my pins you know kind of a thing I wanted something I could just carry in if I wanted to like bring stuff into work so I don't have to put mm-hmm. everything in my pockets it drives me fucking crazy so I tried to buy a little laptop bag that was more for tablets um and uh I was drunk on Amazon and I bought this <laughs> cute it's a little satchel it is literally like a fucking purse. Um, has no strap. Can't even. So so I just walk into work carrying this thing. I'm like, this is not what I wanted at all. It even has the Amazon logo on the little keychain. Yeah, it's an Amazon Basics thing. So I should have yeah. just known better that that right. would work. But um, this is interesting. I also drunkenly purchased a C-Type to HDMI cable. Okay. Because I could hook my... T- because if I try to stream a Reds game on my Xbox, it doesn't yeah. work. Because the original OG Xbox has probably one of the shittiest Wi-Fi adapters ever built mm-hmm. into that thing. Gotcha. Wi-Fi chip is terrible. Um, but my tablet, everything uh, goes fine. Um, but I don't have... You know, it's a tablet. It has one <laughs> input-output. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I bought that. But it was kind of interesting because I was like, is this how this works? So I don't know much about C-Type ports, but they're super crazy interesting because the same port that I plug my C-Type charger into, I could plug in a a C-Type to HDMI cable and put it on my TV. And it actually works? Yeah. Cool. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I was just like, is this why C-Type is kind of a big deal? Because I hear people like rant and rave when things don't have a C-Type port. Mm -hmm. What I'm realizing is it's like a universal port that you can plug everything into. That's really convenient, yeah. Yeah, like I could even plug, uh, I have a dongle for it, which is kind of annoying, but it makes sense because headphones don't aren't C-type, but I could plug this in and then plug headphones in. Okay, yeah. In the same yeah. port that I charge it or hook it up to my TV. Yeah, that's pretty nifty, man. And I kind of like Chromebooks now. I'm good, a Google boy. Good for you. Yeah. Well, I thought you were full on the Apple train, man. You were going to get an iPad and then all of a sudden you got a Chromebook. Yep, I fell off, man. And you want to know why? That didn't last very long. Why? One reason. <laughs> One very simple reason. Money. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yep, I get Money. that. Money. <laughs> because even a... Basically, I spent the same amount of money I would have on an old refurbished iPad on mm-hmm. a brand new Chromebook that is has better specs. That's fair. Yeah, that's pretty much what I did. I, I got Erica so, that iPad, and it wasn't very expensive because it was used on eBay, but it was a good deal, and probably, I, I don't know how much you spent on that Chromebook, but it's probably close to the same. Uh, this was a couple hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah, the, the iPad was like tree, tree fitty. Yeah. And I, and I and 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 the thing that I just, I can't is this is what keep it's keeping me out, man. It's keeping me out of the ecosystem. Is I bet you this thing has better specs than that. Absolutely, iPad. yeah, it does. <laughs> and that's just what sucks. I mean, I I definitely have changed my stance from like shitting on Apple to a little bit more of like ah, if I was ever rich, I'd be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but I'm just I I just can't. Um, well, I don't really I'm, care about the specs because all we use it for is to watch the Reds games and she has a Google spreadsheet that she uses for work and uh, plays Candy Crush and shit. That's about all we need it to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. 
you just you could have saved like a hundred and fifty dollars. True. I mean, I yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Back off me, man! I already bought it. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's just that's what I weigh when I when I think about it. Yeah. Um, moving on, Mitch. Uh, you uh, you been working out at all? No, man. Been ex- exercising? <laughs> no. And frankly, I resent you for asking. Uh, thanks for blowing up my spot. But like you mentioned, like you were doing keto again, weren't you? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been on and off on keto. Um, I, I, I'm really good about it for like two to three weeks, and then I'll be like, God, it's been a few weeks. I get, I, I need a burger or something. Um, and then I'll get back on it for two to three weeks. Now that your wedding is coming up, we decided that we're gonna hit it like a hundred percent, super hard, so we can look good for the wedding. So. Well, that's why I'm asking. Uh, actually, same thing is because I've been I've been working out a little bit. Have you really? Cool. Man. I don't, Good I don't for know you. if you're seeing the the results. <laughs> um, you, you look great. <laughs> you look fine. Um, no, I got fat over the winter, um, <laughs> admittedly. So no, I've just been jogging again, just doing my normal. I do a lot of cardio. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, I, I jog. I do push-ups. I do setups. I, I keep the the blood flowing, keep the body moving. But no, mm-hmm. I've been working out a little bit. I, I I'm bringing it up just to ask if you were. I was just curious and and what you gotcha. did. Um, I no, I, I haven't in a while. Um, I, I when I'm good about working out, I'll do uh, I'll basically do like you know 20 minute to a half hour on the treadmill, and then just like some arm stuff, some leg That's stuff. Using pretty machines. good. Are you uh, jogging on the treadmill? Uh, I go between like. I, I jog and then I'll like kick it up to a full on sprint until I can't do it anymore. And then I maybe walk a minute or two and then bring it back up. It's just kind of, you know, yeah, whatever, no, I, whatever I can do, you know, that's pretty solid. I, I'm definitely not to the point where I can work out comfortably. And I think that's what's holding yeah. me back. Like I want to, I want to be able to be like, okay, I know. And this is so stupid, but I, but I keep telling myself that like, you know, if I, if I, you know, lose 10 to 15 pounds, I'll feel better about, I'll be able to make it through an exercise, a, a, a a workout a little bit more easily so let yeah. me you know start slow eat, eat better for a few weeks lose a little bit of weight and then kick it hard in the gym i haven't quite gotten to that second step yet <laughs> yeah but i'm totally there with you because i totally understand because i jogged um last week on a sunday while i had like a hangover and i was like hungry didn't feel mm-hmm. good bro i wanted to vom it was yeah. rough and, and and that's because it's discouraging when you first start doing it because especially if you haven't in a while you it, dude i used to jog for like an hour yeah that's insane, i used to get man. like run runner's that. high like i've never had a runner's high in my life Oh, dude! I you got know a runner's one. high for me is uh, I smoke a bowl and then go watch a high school track meet. That's a, that's a runner's <laughs> high for me. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, I think so. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, no, I I I jogged one time and I got it and it was crazy, dude. I would just like I had to make myself stop. Wow! Because I was just going. I was just yeah. like, dude, I just I'm not stopping. I'm yeah. like I've been out here for an hour. Like, what do I do? <laughs> like. I, I would try to walk and I just, I was like, ah, oh, I'm just amped. Like it was crazy. <laughs> Dang dude. Yeah. That's crazy. But, it, but it's been years since I've done that mm-hmm. and have been at that level. So it's just, it's really discouraging trying to get back into it mm-hmm. because it's just like, Oh my God, I am fat and out of shape. <laughs> um, 
so yeah i just wanted but no also for the wedding yeah i'm trying to lose a little bit of weight trying to look trying to look clean baby yeah man i know you probably want to look good the first time charlotte sees you naked so (laughs) yeah you're very correct (laughs) um all right mitch last lightning round question this one i dug deep into my brain just the most hard-hitting question i could come up with uh do you wear shoes while we record such a weird question what do you bring to work are you wearing shoes right now <laughs> i've never been good at these don't, don't no, make I'm me not, feel bad i'm not wearing shoes right now because i'm in my house i don't normally wear shoes in the house this is exactly why i fucking ask because i am wearing shoes and i cannot record a podcast if i do not wear shoes really yep i wear That's shoes every time <laughs> I'm, I'm socked up i'm wearing socks because if i don't my feet will get cold and then I'll have to stop the podcast to go put on socks. So That's fair. That's fair. No, that's why I asked, because I knew we would have different opinions on this. <laughs> that is really weird. So were you you went through a time when you were working from home. When you were working from home, were you wearing shoes the entire time? No, I never worked from home. Oh, I thought you did. No. I I, I was I was deemed essential. Oh, okay. Well, must be nice. <laughs> okay. Well, flip side, I we both know that you work from home. So what what was that setup like? Did you bother getting dressed every day or No, no. A lot of times I would hope nobody's listening. A lot of times I would clock in at the very last minute, maybe go take a shower, make some coffee. Um sometimes I went a couple days without showering just cuz I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> wow. That that's a big difference. Uh I I overshower. So I think like that's actually kind of a healthy thing to do sometimes. It's not <laughs> shower every i there are days i take two showers a day easy what are you doing where you have to shower twice a day <laughs> i'm a little chubby fat boy i sweat all the time i sweat Me too i just deal with it <laughs> I just, I and, by that, and by that i mean i just sit in my own filth <laughs> i just i can't i can't like go to bed sweaty i can't like take a nap sweaty um it, it, a lot of it also it just helps me structure my day like if i yeah. want to be productive i take a shower so if it's right. like middle after the afternoon i've been lounging i'm like all right i'm gonna get up take a shower i'm gonna do stuff um because when i take a shower i start off lava hot i hit that last two seconds ice cold yeah yeah and that <laughs> that springs me because also i get I've been having a lot of pain in my neck. This I'm moving on. This is fucking <laughs> okay. terrible podcasting. It's just us talking about like we're getting old and trying to work out. And it's like, oh man, I got this thing with my shoulder lately. You got the shoulder thing? I got, I got the, the shoulder thing. I got the shoulder thing, yeah. <laughs> All right. I've never I okay. I thought these lightning rounds are better, but they're not. They suck ass. <laughs> no, that was that was an interesting. I never would have thought to ask that. Well, I mean, I don't mean to harp on it longer, but why is it that you can't do a podcast without wearing shoes? The productivity thing. So there's Okay, so all right, this might be mildly interesting. I think it just shows how much I'm a fucking crazy person. <laughs> There's a couple things about me in regards to clothing. So if I'm doing something productive, I have to have shoes on. Okay. If my shoes are off, um, I'm I'm taking a quaff. I don't know. I don't have anything. I I'm I'm in relaxation mode. <laughs> so if I'm trying to be productive, I have to have shoes on. I got gotcha. you. I do not drink alcohol unless I have jeans on weird so you're so, wearing jeans you wear jeans too while we record well we, okay well i guess that if kind I'm of home, i'm not wearing jeans <laughs> oh no as soon I wear, as i walk in the door shorts <laughs> see i can't so if i'm like so here's what'll happen i'll come home from work i'll get changed into comfies all right i got my, my yeah. shorts or my pjs <laughs> all right i'm comfy um you know me and charlotte are there you know watching a you know documentary about like 
fucking a serial killer um, <laughs> eating pizza. And then typically, you know, she needs to go to bed early once she does that. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to drink some beer. I will get up. I will take off my sweatpants <laughs> or shorts. I will put on jeans. And I won't always put on shoes, but I'll at least have... Because I wear, like, high socks. Yeah. So I wear socks that go up, you know, my calf. Not all the mm-hmm. way to my knee, but, you know, high socks, like tube sure, socks. Sure, sure. So I will put... I If I don't put shoes on, I will at least put high socks on, and then I will pop open a beer and drink a beer. Mm-hmm. I cannot drink beer and, like, play video games and do my normally night routine with sweatpants on. Interesting. It is very weird. And Charlotte <laughs> hates it because she does a shit ton of laundry. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Um, no, that's funny. I have I, I understand where you're coming from, though. I don't think that's too crazy. Um, I have similar routines where, like, you know, well, sometimes you've noticed, like, when I, when I, when I, am, when I know I'm going to get drunk, I'll put on a bandana. That's my thing. I like True. wearing a bandana when I drink. Or or sometimes I'll put on a bandana um, to be productive, like to write music, to work out in the wood shop. Yeah, it's you do like, do that. It's yeah. working time. So, and it just, I don't know, it just makes me feel like, all right, now I'm going to bust out my productivity or we're going to get to work, whether that's get to work out in the garage, whether that's getting to work drinking, we're doing it to it. <laughs> See, the bandana Mitch is a character. Like that's yes, kind of it's like, a little bit of a character. It That's kind of like your uncle blazer to me. It's an alter ego. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah no, that, <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm very weird about clothes. Also, I changed my shirt probably three times a day. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Maybe, maybe only <laughs> twice, but it's just I have a morning shirt and an afternoon shirt. Because well, I, kinda, if I'm changing the pants, I got to have a different shirt. Because well, I can already see you're kind of starting to sweat through your morning shirt already. So, it, yep. See, so, yep, I'll change it because I have I wear tighter jeans, so I want a tighter shirt. If I'm wearing sweatpants, I don't care. I will, I'll wear like the Anime Expo shirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I'll wear a bigger shirt. So, based on my pants, I got to change my shirt. All right, all right. <laughs> and I change socks. I don't even know how what happens to my socks. Um, all right, anyways, let's get into this thing. Let's do it. Where are we going? So last night, I was doing some stuff around the house. Pl- planned on playing some video games. You know what I mean? Don't mm-hmm. you know me? Sure, you know sure. Me. Um, going to drink some beer, play some video games. Well, something clicked in my head, and I was like, wait a minute. Famous YouTuber galore, Jake Paul, was supposed to have a boxing match tonight. Oh, Where if shit. I could find that? Well, and he was, so he, he had his fight last night, and I found the stream. Okay. And what ensued for the next four hours was the craziest thing that I have ever witnessed. You watched this for four hours? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. While I did other stuff, because... Spoiler alert, it was fucking terrible. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I had to keep coming back to it. Yeah. Because um, I was like, dude, okay, I'm done. I'm done. But that was the thing, man. It was like four fucking hours long. Yeah. So I'm like, and everything kept happening that kept drawing me back into it. <laughs> okay. It was insane. So we're going to, that's what we're going to talk about. I'm uh, going to walk you through this four hour event. Yeah, no, that the, sounds good. Um, What was it? What was it called? Because I think, was this the uh, Triller Fight Club? Is that the one when it was? Yes. Okay. I know a little bit about this. I'm not going to spoil okay. anything, but go ahead. Okay. You, you hop in with, with some details that you know, because I was... I was I just knew that he was having a fight with mm-hmm. with Ben Askin or Askren or something. Yeah. 
Um, that's all I knew. And okay. I knew that that Ben was an ex MMA fighter and he was a pretty good MMA fighter. He he was on like a, a comp like he had one of the worst like he got knocked out super hard. Mm-hmm. Like this dude took a knee to the face, like super popular knockout. Um, but he was an overall good fighter, and I really felt like, well, this might be a guy to lay out Jake Paul. So I got to watch. Mm, yeah. Obviously, I'm not paying for the fucking thing. Of course, yeah, I don't care that much. <laughs> um, but we're we're gonna get started in this, okay? So first off, it was fifty dollars to buy this thing. Jeez. Which I did not do, and I will proudly admit that I illegally hopped on and found <laughs> wherever the fuck. I was hopping from Twitch stream to Twitch stream to YouTube stream. I was downloading BitTorrent in China. like Just, just uh, sailing the seven seas, man. I, I did some things to my computer that I will probably regret, but I was going to watch this. Well... So yeah, let's talk about that first. So it was it was through Triller Fight Club, mm-hmm. and it was a pay per view event though. But already I found that really weird. I'm like, first off, what the fuck is Triller? Right. Um, what you, did you forget the H? Like, what are you? <laughs> and I'm like, so the UFC is not involved. Well, I, UFC or whatever boxing, you know. Like I was just like, so there's no major fight organization associated with this. That's suspicious especially that it's fifty dollars still that's the thing i'm like a fifty dollar i don't know how much pay-per-view costs because fucking why yeah is anybody doing (laughs) pay-per-view like even now i think you can be on the wwe network and like buy you you don't even have to buy pay-per-views i think you just pay for it monthly and you Mm -hmm. have access to the pay-per-views i don't understand i mean i understand that there's still ufc pay-per-views it's very outdated means Mm -hmm. of doing that but fifty dollars seems pretty fucking high, right? To me, right? So there's that. Um, it started at nine o'clock. It was not over until literally like twelve fifty eight. Dang! <laughs> because because there was concerts. Yeah, that's how I know about this. <laughs> there was like full-fledged like people doing five six song sets yeah yeah so i was on i i discovered this because this is pretty much all i know about it um i you know we've talked i'm i'm big into reddit um and one of the subreddits i follow is the black keys subreddit and people were posting about the black keys playing at this they apparently they did a set the black keys played a set for this thriller jake paul fight i was like oh, wow. what the hell <laughs> okay so admittedly i missed the first like about hour okay okay i hopped in more around 10 o'clock and i was like oh man like it's probably over and i kept trying and i kept finding a wrong stream because the ufc was actually having fights mm, and okay. i forgot that this was a boxing match yeah, not yeah, a yeah. ufc fight <laughs> um so i did i did end up hopping a little bit later but I hopped in around the time that, like, Doja Cat was performing. What? <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even know the Black Keys. But that's fucking insane. Like, the weirdest ticket ever. I mean, like, I think, like, Ice Cube did a set, maybe. Um, God. Black Keys and then Doja Cat. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so then what kind of ended up happening was then I pulled up Twitter, because that's how I found some of these streams. Mm-hmm. And I just started to to just refresh as people live tweeted about this. And it was so bizarre. And 
everyone was just like, when is the fight? What the fuck is this? Like, that's what was just everyone's reaction. Right. I can imagine. And then one of the first thing, major things that happened when I hop in, Pete Davidson, like, hosted some of this? What? Did not want to be there, clearly. <laughs> I mean, it... I'm already getting ahead of myself. I, I'm just, it, it, it was a train wreck, dude. I couldn't look away from this. So Pete Davidson is there doing these kind of like comedy bits and he's like roasting how dumb the fight is, <laughs> which he's not wrong, but I'm like, Triller, are you making people feel bad that they spent $50 on this? <laughs> like he was, he was just roasting. He was like, this just proves that if you have enough followers, you could do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> And I was like, yeah, we know that. Why are you there? Yeah, exactly. Um, he, so I'm then he sure like, it was a good paycheck. Oh, right. I mean, that's why he's there. Um, we're all paying him $50, right? Um, well, I'm not. Um, <laughs> so then he does an interview with Jake Paul before the fight. Okay. And they actually muted him. Because I think he asked him about his mental health or something, like a really personal question. Oh, and no. Jake's like, bro, you can't joke about that. And Pete Davidson's like, I'm not, man. Like, you good? Damn. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> that <laughs> <What> is insane. <laughs> what is this? So then after Doja Cat, which I will admit, Doja Cat, she's pretty hot. I didn't know a lot about Doja Cat. I learned a lot. <laughs> via twitter thank you twitter sure sure. um um, after that after this weird like interview with him then it was the first card on the on the fight there was three fights total first fight it was 10 fucking 30 wow and i was basically the first two hours was just pete davidson roasting everybody that paid for it sprinkled in with weird ass random concerts not an actual Your, fight. <laughs> also, Snoop Dogg was there. He was a main announcer. Oh, yeah. He did that for the uh, Mike Tyson fight um, a few weeks ago. And I will admit, like, Snoop Dogg, I, I even have a note in here. Like, Snoop Dogg is, like, kind of a good announcer. Because <laughs> he's, he's in an NHL 20 um, yeah, as, like, yeah, a yeah. guest announcer. He's actually pretty funny. Um, he's amazing. Well, so, like I said. It, do you follow Snoop Dogg on Instagram? I do not. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> He's kind of a weird cat, man. Seriously. S- stop what you're doing. I implore you right now. Go follow Snoop Dogg on Instagram. Uh, you will not regret it. It's the weirdest things. Um, he does a lot of like the world star type public freak out videos like TikToks, uh, just random memes. Um, not what you would expect at all. Um, just sidebar. Well, dude, like uh, Snoop Dogg is just he he he's kind of insane because he actually does like Twitch streams where we'll play games and shit. Oh yeah. And there's this really good clip of him playing Madden and he raged and like broke his fucking controller. <laughs> oh, and he kind of came back and he was like, "My bad, man. Like that's not what this is. Like I'm trying to be positive. Like my bad. I'm good. I'm good." And I think I, I like, saw that video. Remember when we had Snoop Dogg on as a guest? Um Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. So I was he watching. He did mention he wanted to do that. <laughs> he did, yeah. Well, I was watching Snoop Dogg interviews for like an hour and a half, trying to find sound bites. And oh, I watched. Yeah. I think I watched that video where he like rage quit and was pissed. So funny. <laughs> so yeah, that was a thing. Um, so like I said, we're, we're 
an hour and a half into this thing, and we have the first fight on the card, and that's where everything kind of turns. <laughs> like, okay. Twitter got very bad. I was actually, the one stream I was watching, it was actually this big Discord group, and and this guy was kind of just live reacting to it, not intentionally. He was just like, what the fuck is going on? When do they, this is the first fight? And like, just I was just reading the chats, and people were just so confused. <laughs> yeah. It was like this overall level of just like I can't believe they charge people for this. Yeah, of course. So then another hour goes by um, through that fight. So Oscar De La Hoya was there. Did he fight? No, he he was a okay. commentator. He was announcing the fight. Um, so he was definitely on coke. Oh shit. <laughs> Cause he was weird as shit, bro. <laughs> it was cringy as fuck. They he didn't announce the rest of it. They took him out. He did oh. one fight. Whoa. Maybe that was the plan. But like Twitter was just like, Yeah, Oscar De La Hoya is on Coke, right? <laughs> like like and there was even people that were like like <laughs> Like looking into the footage and like seeing his pupils just like fucking gang. <laughs> like, so, th- like I said, dude, I was trying to enjoy my evening. Yeah, <laughs> and then right. I would just be like, Oscar De La Hoya, like now, breaking news, Oscar De La Hoya is on Coke. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> what is this? So, um, oh my gosh. Uh, th- then at one point, they, they showed. Uh, oh, like I said, yeah. Th- then there was the first fight. Okay. Then we had another hour of music <laughs> from God. I think Major Laser did a set. Cool. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, we got the Black Keys already. Let's get Major Laser in here. Obviously, yeah. there's crossover here somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Then the second fight happens at probably like eleven thirty, and. <laughs> That was when I started to have a thought of like, oh, then Keemstar posted on Twitter and he's like, I'm getting word that this might this fight may be canceled. <gasps> what? And Why? I was like, I was like, dude, I was out. It it was the weird. I was like, I pray to all that is holy that they postpone this. <laughs> oh my god! This yes. Is- now here's now here's also I sorry I'm just like all over the place cuz there's there's so much to fucking talk about. Um oh there was a there was a part where they were showing Jake Paul warming up for the mm-hmm. fight and like his trainer was on his back had his legs up and like Jake Paul was on top of him kind of doing one of those <laughs> weird couple yoga poses okay. and kind of like got put in a very precarious position where it really did kind of just look like they were 69 and Twitter was just roasting them just roasting them I'm like what the fuck is going on man and like the announcers were even like what the fuck is that yeah I've that's, never seen that yeah that's not a thing people do that's what they that's oh and that's another thing during the fights when the fights were happening whether it was coked out oscar de la hoya or just whatever weird guest host they had they would honestly ask what round is it <laughs> like this was not a fight dude god damn. nobody knew anything did you know anybody else that was fighting no no. I didn't, but it was all boxers. Yeah, okay. And 
I don't know how or why. I'm a little bit mainly because if I listen to like Tiny Meat Gang podcast, they mm-hmm. talk about UFC a lot. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm at least a little bit more familiar with some of the fighters and yeah. things leading up to fights. Um. But this was all boxing, so I really had no idea. Um. In the second in the second fight during one of the rounds, uh, guy goes for basically gets punched in like the side, just like on the ribs, and just like collapses. And they like took him out on a stretcher Hmm. and like the guy's wife, he thought it was a low below and it's like, we're watching it. And it's like, dude, he hit you on the side. Like Snoop Dogg's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like it was the most rational I've ever heard Snoop Dogg. He's like, we're watching it right now. It was not a low blow. What the fuck is he talking about? Oh, by the way, Snoop Dogg rolling up a joint. I don't see I mean, why not. Not shocked, <laughs> right? But once again, I just want to emphasize how this was not like anything sanctioned by any <laughs> fighting federation. Exactly. And then here's where it it went to a new level for me. So Bitcoin was involved. And it was kind what? of funny that everything you brought you up. Say, <laughs> Dude, everything you say, I'm like, no, that can't be. <laughs> I know. I know. So then Bitcoin is involved somehow. They had they had NTFs going on for this fight that you could buy. And I still don't even understand those. I, yeah, I don't understand like, them at all. What is going on? People were so mad about this that pit Bitcoin started to drop. People were dumping Bitcoin. That's what it this. is because I I I have okay not to brag I have Bitcoin and my oh you got some Bitcoin yeah my I I I started investing in Bitcoin a couple weeks ago and actually I checked it last night and it was fucking tanking and I was like oh shit so I bought a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta you have the dips. <laughs> so you have Bitcoin. You please don't tell me you have Dogecoin. No, I don't have Dogecoin. Okay, uh, okay. I'm not that stupid. Although it's kind of tempting. It's so cheap. <laughs> I was gonna it's say, apparently so Dogecoin cheap. is doing well. <laughs> I, bro, I'm gonna be destitute in my old age because I cannot keep up with this. I just can't. I'm so behind on this. No, I don't. I don't fully understand it either. Like, I can give you a one hundred and one into like how Bitcoin works, but basically, that's not what pushed me over the edge. What pushed me over the edge is one of my friends that I know is like really good with his money, and he, uh, I respect him a lot. Um, he basically put six grand in Bitcoin, and he's like, no one is saying read articles, do some homework, do it, read for yourself. Literally, not a single investor out there is saying it's going to crash everyone agrees all of the top financial guys everyone agrees that it's just going to skyrocket and get bigger and bigger and bigger so basically i did that i read a few articles and i was like well i mean if he puts six grand in it i can maybe put 10 who <laughs> i'm kidding ten. oh I, I was like 10 grand <laughs> no i did not put 10 grand in Bitcoin. okay i was like mitch you gotta update me here man i'm in i'm behind on our friendship <laughs> um well yeah so Basically, at that point, when I realized that Bitcoin Bitcoin was like <laughs> mildly crashing, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I may be watching something. Like I'm witnessing something here. This <laughs> yeah, is bigger than I thought this event. was. Th- this is not what I thought this was. Well, okay. So let me 
Let me let me back up here. Let me just see if there was anything else going on. Oh, so during that second fight, when this guy apparently got hit in the balls, which he clearly didn't, a female trainer came out to help him. And she's and she is. She's trying to look at his balls, like she's trying to make sure that he didn't like blow out a testicle or something. <laughs> which he clearly didn't, so it's right. kinda weird that this guy sold this so well. During that, one of the announcers said, and I don't know who it was, basically said uh, the female trainer wouldn't help because he would just give him a boner. <laughs> what? And Snoop Dogg thought that was hilarious. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> now we're getting mildly sexist? What is fucking going on? Seriously, man. I cannot believe people paid $50 to see that and it was supposed to be like an actual fight. And then Justin Bieber played. What? <laughs> Get the fuck out. I haven't heard that name in a year. <laughs> so Justin Biebs did a set. Um, oh, they had a tribute video to DMX. Oh, no. That was really bad. Oh, Mitch, man. you could have drunkenly on a psychedelic drug made a better tribute to DMX. <laughs> okay. It was it, it almost looked like somebody opened up iMovie and made the <laughs> shit iMovie. It was bad. Jeez, man. That's so weird. That I, First off, I think it's funny that um, Prince William died on the same day as DMX, and people are like, William who? I don't know. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's True. really funny that they were like, yeah, let's take a moment to honor DMX. Um, whereas Prince William died the same very day and nobody gives a shit. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't really care either, but. <laughs> well, so I did a little bit of research because we could talk about the DMX thing. I don't know. I, I, I was mainly like, obviously, I mean, the guy's a father. Mm. It, it, it's really, you know, sad that he passed away. Mm -hmm. It's just everyone acted like they were still listening to DMX and they were, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They did that, and that was kind of annoying. It's like, oh, guys, yeah. look. Every time somebody dies, they're like, oh, man, my hero. Like, I've literally never heard you say his name. And even, yeah, even DMX, like, you know, obviously, all the respect in the world. Great guy. Um, for the last five years, people just, like, roasted him and his music. He, he was, was a meme. meme. <laughs> he was a meme. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we're on the same page here, because it's like, I'm not going to, like, tarnish the guy. That right. He, but um, I, was, I was like, can we tone it down a bit? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah we all love DMX, but, like, he uh, he wasn't a fucking hero. Right. Okay? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think we should just be sad for his family. We don't have to, like, idolize DMX now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Same page. Um, well, apparently, so I did some research, because I had the same thought, and I was like, huh. That's kind of weird. Yeah, no one really cares about Prince William. So apparently, Prince William had actually, uh, he was kind of anti-Semitic. Oh, okay. And also, <laughs> like, I don't know if you follow the royal family stuff at all. Charlotte kind of does. Been, yeah, she. Well, actually, Charlotte had to fill me in because I, I hadn't been following. <laughs> no, when you guys were some insider information, <laughs> right? Well, no, when you guys were over at our house, I I think she brought it up, and I was like, I I have not been following this at all. What's been going on? And then she filled me on. It took about forty five minutes. <laughs> yep, that sounds like Charlotte. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, I love I her. And now I know everything that's going on over in uh, Europe. So I, I'll, I'll tell you one thing about her. When she knows something, she knows it. For example, <laughs> this woman will not shut up about the cicadas. Oh, really? She, the cicada thing is blowing her mind. It, yeah. And 
I, I mean, it's not that it's not interesting. It's just, I, I think I'm just a little bit more like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, because I was alive during the last, you know, cicada thing. Mm. Do you have cicadas in Indiana? Um, not not normally, but it's supposed to hit us pretty hard here, too. I'm talking about it like it's the plague. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it happens um, every 17 years. Yeah, I don't remember the last time it happened. So I do. So I had a memory with that, and I'm just like, oh, that's kind of crazy. Wow, life, time. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. She is obsessed. Because apparently in Michigan, they don't have them. Uh, it doesn't okay. happen there. So it's just like blowing her mind, uh, Michigan being where she's from. <laughs> she's giving me a lot of cicada facts. And I'm like, she's like, do you even care? And I was like, no, I don't. I love that you're interested in this. I really do. I would love to talk to you about it. I got to follow Jake Paul. I got bigger things to worry about. All right. We got to exactly. buy Dogecoin, baby. Well, is Charlotte, is she like excited about the cicada thing? Oh, yeah. She's she okay. is hype. I'm worried that I'm going to come home and she's going to just have like a cacophony <laughs> of cicada in our living Erica, room. Erica is like terrified. She she's getting she's getting <laughs> it's giving it's giving her lots of anxiety. <laughs> That's what I told Charlotte. I was like, hey, you know how everyone hates June bugs? Imagine that, but a billion times worse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not fun when it happens. You go outside and it's like. Oh my god, I'm going to burst a fucking eardrum. This is terrible. Why do we live in this fucking hellhole? Right. And I heard like it's supposed to look like the ground is moving just because they're going to be littered with the ground. So you just like I'm not looking forward to that at all. That's no. kind of creepy. No. I I it's I, I so my memory of it when I was a kid and it happened was um I had actually went to Cincinnati with my dad. Yes, this happened, I promise. I know, hard to believe. And we went to a museum down there. Okay. Huh. So we were on our way back. Your dad did something it, nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one time. Um, don't fucking take his side. <laughs> I just get like really personal with it. Right. Don't you fucking enable him. Um, so we're driving back. Uh, it was like dusk. So it was like right before the evening. Mm-hmm. Sun was going down. Um, and. We had the windows down. We were just driving, listening to music. And then my dad was like, wait, hold on. And he, like, turned the radio off. And, you know, I think this happens in Indiana probably quite a lot with the farmland. You'll have just, like, fields of nothing, which Mm -hmm. is basically farms. Yeah. And then a small group of trees. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they keep the trees there. I don't know if it's necessary. Actually, somebody get back to me on that. If anybody could tell me why, it's, like, farm, 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 small group of trees in the middle. Please let me know. I don't understand that at all. I mean, I think it's probably just because nobody's bought that plot of land yet and turned it into a field. <laughs> but it's in the middle of other farms. Like, yeah, you easily you could, could also be a probably... dividing line. <laughs> oh, okay, that could be true. But there was this big long stretch of trees, and he turned the radio off, and it was literally like just, and it was a mi- easy miles away. You could just see it. It was like a, it was like little pieces of broccoli, as I like to imagine it in my childlike brain. <laughs> And it was just like just loud as fuck because he heard it over the radio wow. being loud and the windows down. And it was really interesting, kind of terrifying as a child. I was like, what's that? What the fuck? I lean yeah. over to my paw and I'm like, what the fuck's that, dad? He's like, that's the cicadas. What the, I'm eight. What's a cicada? <laughs> yeah, to, That's terrifying. Explain like I'm eight. <laughs> explain like I'm eight, please, Papa. I call him Papa. Papa. When I saw him once every couple years. Um, 
now. <laughs> Sad trombone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to edit that in. I promise you. <laughs> um, okay. Anyways, sorry. Uh, back on to the fight. Yeah, um, yeah. Sexist joke, Bieber. Okay, so Justin Bieber's on. He didn't do very good. It was pretty bad. Hmm. And the thing about Justin Bieber is... I don't. I have never thought Justin Bieber is a bad musician. Mm-hmm. Like he is a great singer, and mm-hmm. he's actually fucking the man on drums. Yeah. Okay. Didn't yeah. Like that. he's a good musician. He just you know became a pop star, and everybody wrote shitty fucking music for him. He's a good yeah, musician, right? and I think half the reason he went crazy is I think he just wanted a little iota of respect, mm-hmm. which I agree, um, but make better music. Stop, get off a label, make better music. Go, mm-hmm. Stop trying to be rich, go make good music, right. and then we'll respect you. Um, Harry Styles, perfect example Oh my of that. God, yeah. Yeah, perfect example of that. He is a good musician. He can make good music. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, he stunk the place up. Fucking terrible. <laughs> he's out of breath. Somebody was like, I'm pretty sure he's on Molly, because he like... <laughs> was like really into like the lasers oh and jesus it was weird man it just just another oh his voice cracked at one point like a hard prepubescent crack oh no and i'm like homie you are a professional That's singer gonna be hard to recover from i mean hey mariah <laughs> carey she did that fucking terrible ass tradition of whatever <laughs> bullshit song she does every christmas and people flamed her like yeah, yeah. And deservedly so, because she's a diva. Justin Bieber's a diva. Yep. <laughs> um, so, rolling on 12.30, the fight's about to start. The fight's about to start. And you said, earlier you said it ends at 12.50. So, the last 20 minutes, you get the fight everyone's coming came, paid for. Oh, just wait, buddy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to get ahead of you there. I just assumed that they you're, were going to fight correct, now. <laughs> but just wait. 12.58 was when I turned it off. <laughs> okay. Because just wait, just wait. So, everybody's getting ready for this fight. Um, you know, they're coming out, they're doing the thing. Uh, the guy, the ready-to-rumble guy. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And name's Michael something. Okay, he yeah, was there. I can't remember he his showed name, up I... for 20 <laughs> Okay. This, that guy probably made millions of dollars for being there all of 30 seconds. <laughs> Pretty he much. literally <laughs> walks by the announcing booth, and at this point, Snoop Dogg's up there, uh, Pete Davidson's up there, and they're like, okay. both of them like freak out about it. It was actually kind of adorable. They were like, yeah. what? It's Michael. What the fuck, guy? <laughs> and they're like dabbing him up, and I'm like, holy shit, is that? Is that ready to rumble guy? <laughs> sure he, enough. Does he know Snoop Dogg? <laughs> Once again, just another layer of fucking insanity on this thing. Right. Well, anyways, he gets up there. He does his announcer thing. He gets Ben Asgren or whatever name wrong. I can't get it Asgren. right. Yeah. Is that what it is? I don't know. I, I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know about this fight until you told me about it. He um, said something I just like, "Can't imagine that it's Asgren." <laughs> Asgren. Yeah. Okay. Fair point. Um, he calls him like Agnew. Like not even close. And oh, you God. see him turn like what? Like they got my fucking name wrong. <laughs> Hilarious. And I'm like, this further just emphasizes how much this is not an actual boxing match. Right. First round. All right, we get into the first round, okay? They're fighting, okay? 
Ben, this ex-MMA fighter is boxing like that fucking Gerard Butler movie or whatever where he's a fucking boxer in the 30s or whoever that was. Okay. Russell Crowe, maybe. Um, like, literally, like, mm, let me at him, see? <laughs> okay. Like, that's how he's boxing. And I'm like, that's weird. I, I can't imagine that's correct. Definitely don't even do that in the <laughs> MMA. Mitch, we're 30 seconds in. Jake Paul knocks him out. No way. <laughs> 30 seconds into the first round. Sets it up with a with a jab and just right hooks him, knocks him out. Oh my god. <laughs> so obviously everybody's exploding. Snoop Dogg apparently admittedly bet against Dana White, bet bet him two million dollars. <laughs> That Jake Paul would win. What? Which I'm pretty sure you can't actually do if you're announcing the fight. I mean, yeah, like, I can't imagine. <laughs> so I'm just, like, Snoop Dogg's like, oh, yeah, I, I bet Dana White $2 million on Jake Paul. Like, two tickets. Two t- like he And everybody's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I bet him $2 million. He's like, all right, Jake, Jake told me I got to roll up a blunt here right when he's coming out. And I'm like, what is going on? that is insane i'm like i'm calling bullshit on this whole thing this is getting out of hand and i'm like i now i'm at the point where i'm in the twitch chat now just like am i the only one (laughs) who's a little skeptical of this (laughs) so i'm like now i'm engaged on twitch about this because i'm just like this is a fucking sham right yeah 30 seconds in knocks him out okay and he he hit him i mean he rocked him Guy gets up, stands up, and they're doing that thing. Like, you good to go? You good to go? And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Waves him off, calls it a knockout. And I'm like, whoa. What? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Meanwhile, Snoop Dogg won't shut up. He's like, give me my money. Give me my money. And I'm like, that's not a thing you can that do. That is stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... Jake Paul is freaking out, obviously. You know, he just won. So why did they call it if he stood back up? Exactly, Mitch. <laughs> it's fucking exactly. It was the weirdest thing. Like, I mean, he got bopped. He got bopped. He went mm-hmm. to the canvas and took a second getting back up. But they well, had I think eight. What is a KO? Is, is it like you have 10 seconds to get back up? Is it so, don't they time you? So they would call 10. But he got up before that 10. Then the referee will come over. They've got eight seconds to prove that they could still fight and defend themselves. Mm-hmm. So uh, now, granted, this was just me watching it on some shitty low grade Twitch stream. But, you know, I see him kind of like bop his gloves like they do. They bop their gloves and he mm-hmm. kept them up and he's like, you OK? And I kind of I kind of saw him do like a shake to get back into it. And then he just like wraps them up as they do and waved it off as a knockout. And the guy's even like, what? And I'm like, did, and everyone, it, and I think Pete Davidson let it slip a little bit. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Dude, this fight, I promise you, was a sham. Oh, my God. This was not a fight. I don't think it was, like, choreographed, but there was definitely something else going on. Yeah. Because yeah. the fact that it was put on by Triller who we've never heard of before ever. And just people openly, like, 
doing drugs in the announcer booth and then like <laughs> openly admitting they bet on the fight this was yeah. not a fight the whole second fight i think that was a sham because i think the guy was supposed to get hit in the nuts and he just didn't <laughs> and did it wrong they took him out on a stretcher mitch we literally they showed it the replay 12 times did not even come close to his belt oh I'm like, my what god what the fuck is going on so jake paul wins he's freaking out you know obviously well apparently there was this whole storyline about how his like like long-term bodyguard died like a few weeks ago and and, and that was sad like jake paul actually like cried talking about it and mm-hmm. i was like okay well that's sad i'm not gonna roast the guy about this yeah um but i found i did find that kind of odd though I'm like, huh? Because his because his his trainer apparently said one of the days before he died, he's like, "You're gonna win it. You're gonna win it in less than two rounds, Jake. You're gonna win it in less than two rounds," and then he did. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't want to roast Jake Paul about losing a friend. I'm not gonna do that. However, I do find that suspect. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. So Jake Paul's in there freaking out, partying or whatever. He's literally doing push-ups. I mean, just just high level of fucking cocky. <laughs> Then all of a sudden, they cut to the guy he just fought. He's out in the parking lot with his family, (laughs) smiling and laughing. And not a cut, not a bruise, Mitch. Nothing. And I'm like, what the fuck? He's laughing his way to the bank. He just made millions of dollars. Absolutely. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Dude that this whole thing stinks (laughs) i turned it off i was like i'm done i i can't i was like i don't know what just happened i think what happened was jake paul uh got uh tired of making youtube money so he's like well what's better than youtube money boxing money oh but i don't want to box oh what if i pay this guy to throw the fight and make it a whole event you know get people to pay hire snoop dog and ice cube and uh we'll make it a whole thing it'll be great um and then the best part is i only have to fight for 30 seconds and i'm gonna win because <laughs> it wasn't sponsored by any sort of like you know you, you said it wasn't put on by the ufc or anything like that it I it just the whole that's weird man it's weird it's weird that's that's the way I would phrase it and then basically everybody on Twitter was like can he fight an actual boxer now because this guy who was an ex MMA fighter mm-hmm. I may have got him mixed up with somebody because dude he showed up he looked like me homie he looks like <laughs> me and then Flabby. especially when he put his hands up like this like the old timey fighters yeah. like coincidentally that's, that's how I fight do. you know <laughs> so. It, dude, it it was a celebrity death match kind of thing, kind of vibe was the vibe That's I got. What it seems like, and I just could not believe the amount of money that was probably involved in this thing. And look, Jake Paul can't box. I ain't gonna lie; he's ripped now. He mm-hmm. he does put in the work. He can box. I know enough about boxing to see that he has a good baseline for boxing. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't fought a boxer. Yeah, exactly. And I don't understand it. And just the whole time, any interview they do with him, he's just like, you know, half the people are tuning in to watch the fight. The other half are tuning in, you know, to to see me lose, see me get knocked out. And he's like, I put in the work, you know, I'm a boxer. Like, I don't, (laughs) that's not what we're questioning, my man. We get it. You want to be a boxer. You've done a lot of work to become a boxer. Mm -hmm. In fact, 
you look pretty good out there. We don't want to root for you, you dumbass. We yeah, exactly. don't want you to win. <laughs> it's not that we think you can't do it. Clearly, you can. You could beat up ex-athletes. Dope, homie. Are you going to find an actual... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would have liked a plot twist where immediately after that fight, they threw coked up Oscar De La Hoya in there. <laughs> yes. And just, and just let him loose. Dude, that would have been so awesome. <laughs> So, that's what I did for about four and a half hours last night. Christ, man. <laughs> um, and it was the weirdest thing I have ever watched. Just that whole story, everything, I, I just couldn't even believe it, man. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> that you tuned in for that so I didn't have to. <laughs> well, and then I'm sitting here, you know, I'm, I'm typing out notes, watching it, and I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And I'm like, am I like a sports writer for this bullshit? What is going on? This is the weirdest. I did not see my night going this way. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, it that and that's and that's why I knew. It, and what's so funny is that we had talked last night and we didn't really know exactly what we wanted to do podcast wise. Mm-hmm. And then this just fell in my lap. And I'm like, you oh, got to yeah. give it to the Paul brothers. Give us something <laughs> yeah. to talk about the next day. That's true. You know, <laughs> and um, just it, it, it's it, it's just a kind of it's a kind of event where everything I kept saying just seemed like it was more and more outlandish. Like I kept yes. making something up. And I thought that. I'm like I have to be like I, yeah. It at this point now I'm speechless because I still have not processed this and I cannot wait till it hits YouTube. I have to see other people's reactions to this because oh my I, god, yeah. I cannot be the only one who thought this was bizarre. Um, and I mean, people were pissed. People were mad. They were like, I cannot believe. Oh, and then people. Then people start saying shit like this, like, well, I can't believe I'm up till 3 a.m. trying to watch Jake Paul box. And I'm like, yeah, go to bed. But I'm like, oh, wait, you probably paid $50 for it. Yeah, exactly. Dumbass. And then it lasted 30 seconds because it was fixed. (laughs) God. It was crazy, man. Yeah, I just, oh, it was bizarre. I mean, that's that's really all I have to say about it. I. It, it just was such a, I never thought I would witness something like this oh kind God, of a moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's kind of all I have. But uh, yeah, it was fucking insane. That's wild, man. God, I love it. <laughs> so I was like, I have to talk about this tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I don't even have anything to say to, either, to that either, but I'm very much looking forward to when it comes on youtube i want to see part of that um i want to see some of the concerts too just to see how see if it was any good i mean some weren't like god awful i just like you know i don't i don't follow people like doja cat i don't yeah you know listen really listen to her music so <laughs> um and, Ju- and justin biebs kind of turned it around at the end he, he had some bops he had okay. some decent tunes um i don't know if he was just like not ready to perform it was just so if it kind of felt like trailer is gonna pack up and move on to the next town right like it felt like snake oil salesman to me definitely like well well, we got one and we got to move on like they're gonna relocate to fucking australia and everybody's gonna be like what's trailer and we're like no No, don't do it don't do it (laughs) we'll have jake paul out there boxing a kangaroo and shit 
I would pay fifty dollars to see that. I would pay fifty. <laughs> he fucking just just murders the the kangaroo in two seconds. Like it's fixed. <laughs> the kangaroo did heroin. It's fixed. <laughs> All oh, right. Boy. Well. Well, that's a hey, look. If you want to see for yourself, just start looking it up on YouTube. I know it has to have started. Um, but uh, yeah, anyways, Mitch, let's get into let's get into what you're cranking. What you've been listening to, buddy? All right. So um, I discovered this guy um, this week. Um, his name is Billy Cobb. Um, he's just OK, except for <laughs> okay. Uh, he put out two EPs. Um, the EPs are called. Zerwi part one and Zerwi part two. Okay. Basically what it is, is he's this kind of like, eh, not super popular musician, um, still kind of trying to get discovered. Um, but basically he is such a big Weezer fan that, um, he had an idea to put out a Weezer album and, and basically okay. what I mean by that is, you know, obviously if you're a Weezer fan, you know that the, their two best albums are Blue Album and Pinkerton. Pretty much the the, the holy grails. Um, right. So basically his idea was to write an album of songs that sound like they would fit on the Blue Album and Pinkerton. And he nails it. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. I know Blue Album and Pinkerton backwards, frontwards. Um, I know the shit out of those albums. And hearing those albums... I for at certain times I was like, uh, is this actually Weezer? Um, his voice, he nails it. Um, he does the uh, Weezer on their first couple albums. They had and they still do this to an extent. They have uh, they have kind of a recipe for writing a song, especially in those early days. Um, uh, a few themes that they always like to do. One of the things is um, uh, Rivers Cuomo will be singing the melody, but then he'll also double up and sing that same melody in falsetto in the background. Um, and I. I think it's really cool when they do that. Um, Billy Cobb did that. Um, a lot of times, something that Weezer does is their guitar solo is basically just the melody of the chorus played on guitar. He did that in like all of the songs. Um, so yeah, man, check out if you if you like Weezer and wish there were more songs from the Blue Album and Pinkerton. For, for, yeah, <laughs> check out Billy Cobb's uh, uh, two EPs he did called Zerwe. Um, I think that's outstanding. A, yeah, I think it's a pretty interesting like songwriting challenge, like at the very least. So I mean, yeah, I'm kind that's kind of what it was. Yeah. Now, I do want to bring this up, not not to like be negative, but I'm just curious because you have don't really listen to Nirvana very much, but those two things that you mentioned are directly out of Nirvana's playbook. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they do like, falsettos a lot? Well, not necessarily the falsetto thing, but they would double Kurt's vocals. But he would mm-hmm. too, he w- they wouldn't just double it. He would go back in and redo the entire vocal line. But okay, what they did yeah. do is have Dave Grohl do a not falsetto because apparently Dave Grohl back in the younger years could sing really really high. Uh-huh. He would sing up almost the whole octave on the harmony. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. Um, I guess I didn't really put that together. It, I guess all I'm just saying is like I'm just relating it back to Weezer has admittedly been influenced from that grunge era and specifically oh, sure, Nirvana. Yeah. yeah, and it definitely comes out in their songwriting. I mean, the sweater song is pretty much a Pixies thing. Right, right. Like it, like that Pixies structure, which Nirvana also did. So Right. That's one reason I do like Weezer. Uh, 
and I think this goes back to our whole debate on music plagiarism thing uh, <laughs> a little bit. Like, you know, Weezer definitely wears those influences on their sleeves, and I respect that. And I do respect mm-hmm. people who do really like Weezer. And, oh, God, I watched that SNL bit again the, the other day with Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just that part where it's like, I'm ride or die for Weezer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it is the funniest. F- I think about you all the time. And it is super funny. I fucking well, love that. I'm I'm humbled, man. That's awesome. Um, so I want to hear your what you're cranking. But first, I I kind of thought of a just a c- cool question. I want to hear your answer to. Um, so we talked. You talked about uh, Nirvana and grunge. Um, random question: If somebody were to come up to you and was like, "Hey, Eli, um, I've never heard grunge. I have no idea what it is. I have no frame of reference for grunge. Um, tell me a song to listen to that encapsulates." One? Just a single song that sums up the entire grunge movement, the entire grunge sound. If you were to give someone a song to listen to, not a band, not an album, one song. <sighs> that is a tall, <laughs> that is a tall glass of water you're asking I, me to drink there. I know. <laughs> um. So my first instinct would I would want to go older and I would say listen to Green River. Okay. Hmm. Now I know you said I, I know you said a particular song. Um that's why I'm not going with them. <laughs> um, <laughs> um I would want to go back and listen like listen to Green River. They were pretty much the first um mid eighties, like really, really developing that sound. I was like, well that's a little bit too old. Maybe the Melvins might be a better place to start. Well, the Melvins are just that. They're the Melvins. I mean, super (laughs) influential, super important to grunge. Um, Then I'd be like, okay, well, now we're kind of getting into Mother Love Bone. I kind of want to say, like, maybe Mother Love Bone, maybe Crown of Thorns. Maybe Crown of Thorns, maybe Stardog Champion. Um, Because it sums up what, what grunge has is the culmination of 80s into what became alternative music mm-hmm. so the grunge guys uh, kids at the time um listen to any kind of music that it, they listen to soul they listen to funk everyone loved the beatles you know mm-hmm. but they they still rode on the 80s style of music they just took away the flash and the pizzazz and the girls 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 and you know mm-hmm. hey you do heroin <laughs> um <laughs> They kind of took, they kind of stripped that part away, but still kept a lot going on. Mother Love Bone being the best, and Andy Wood being the best example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Because grunge functions mainly on two extremes of the spectrum of being incredibly punk like and incredibly metal like. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's so hard to find a band that sits in the middle. Personally, I guess I would. I, I I could throw out a couple suggestions. Can I do that? Yeah, go for it. Do I really have to pick one? <laughs> uh, I guess not. It's pretty hard. It's pretty hard. I just my gut kind of wants to go with Mother Love Bone and Crown of Thorns. Um, you have emotional, impactful lyrics, personal lyrics, great vocal, big big arena kind of rock sounding stuff. Mm-hmm. Very indicative of that era of grunge. 
Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I'm I'm kind of curious why I don't mean to dra- drag this out even further, but um, no, let's do it. I got nothing to do today. That's <laughs> cool. Um, I'm building a fence later, so I got all the time in the world. Uh, <laughs> um, for the to the casual casual grunge listener, and I, and I would probably consider myself a casual grunge listener. Um, when they think of a you know band or a song that kind of sums up. The grunge movement. Most people would think of like the big three, you know, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Soundgarden. Um, why? Why is your answer a little bit more underground than what most people would consider? Oh yeah, I know grunge. <laughs> um, because that framework is then what spawned Pearl mm-hmm. Jam, Alice in Chains, Nirvana, and Soundgarden. So it literally. Uh, Jeff Ammon and Stone Gossard being in Mother Love Bone then to go on and form um, Pearl Jam with Mike McCready who was in Green River. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of, um, Fender Custom Shop is putting out a Mike McCready signature uh, Strat. It's road worn. It's (laughs) $15,000. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, that's going to be too expensive for me, but goddamn, I want it. (laughs) Um... Yeah, that that's the framework to build off. I I think I it's very hard to give you a song, but I think bands like Green River, The Melvins, Mother Love Bone, Mud Honey, um, those are such a framework for what grunge mm-hmm. turned into, and it has both. It has the uh, uh, more metal side that Alice in Chains and Soundgarden did. It has the punkier side that like you know Nirvana did. That. Mm-hmm. Um, you know and and but then there's a a tonality of what becomes alternative music so from green river onto mother love bone onto what became a pearl jam uh is what we then have from that era till now of all the alternative sound which is a heavier sound with more melody um Mm -hmm. so you have through lines that then basically rock music is then formed out of 80s hair metal dying that's why I'm so into grunge. Grunge basically everything you do with music pre the aughts, we divide by decades, right? Mm-hmm. So being the 70s sound, the 80s sound, the 90s sound. Well, the 90s sound is the only thing that we still have. Mm-hmm. Um in the sense of that we're still using templates based off the grunge bands because mm-hmm. grunge does exist and, and existed as a direct um retaliation of the 80s sound so the 80s hair metal kind of killed itself and buried itself with with that style and that lifestyle of music and out of that formed people who then took the bombasticness of playing and then actually like kind of went like but i have feelings and emotions so mm-hmm. it was it was a direct reaction to it, but what we have is Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, these these heavier, more metal style bands. They basically invented new metal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where it went, right? Like that's where we continued. Mm-hmm. And then and then punkier bands like Nirvana and Mudhoney and things like that. Um and then our our through line of more modern accessible alternative rock being bands like mother love bone and pearl jam Mm -hmm. and i think it all stems from that i think most i think we're starting to have more 
we're, we're starting to have a new batch that is starting to trail off into things like for example Sturgill Simpson is mm. absolutely insane has definitely done stuff with his music I think Ray Lamentame I think they uh Dan Arback um mm-hmm. have all done things that have kind of changed up rock music um but I think for a long time we basically operated on what was grunge just nobody said anything so like when like uh the new radicals will come out like you know a feeling in you it's just it's just pearl jam clashing with modern pop music that's just yeah, what's true. happening you know what i mean it's 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 pearl jam and fucking barbie girl and it's just kind of coming together <laughs> and then he's out there in a little hot you know, take like, hot, the you radicals know, is uh, barbie girl meets pearl jam uh, uh what, what what's another one um 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 the verve you know it's a yeah. bittersweet symphony well, the only difference is they were like let's rip off a rolling stone song oh, fuck them who cares they're all dead right <laughs> is that based off a rolling stone song oh no they um, sampled it oh did they really okay i didn't yeah. realize that yeah, they got sued. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so, Mitch, what I've been listening to is completely not anything that I've talked about for the past hour. Okay. <laughs> Have you heard of Pete and Bass? No. Okay. What is that? <laughs> I was going to not do this, but go ahead and do me a favor. Pull up YouTube for me. You can't on your okay. phone or however you want to do it. I want you to type in Pete and Boss. So it's just P and then B-A-S as, as the boss or bass or whatever. Look up the song Speeding. Okay. Just, just It's like a two-minute song. So just just go ahead and just check it out for me. You don't even have to listen to the whole thing. I, just, I can't explain it. You got to see it. I just watched a little bit of Pete and Boss. What'd you call it? Boss, Boss, Bass. Yeah, I don't no really idea. know. Um, so yeah, they are a part of the British drill rap movement okay okay i don't know do you listen to british rap at all (laughs) not really um i just i feel like a crazy person sometimes like i feel like just what bullshit is this dude like what is this it's like oh yeah it's this fucking thing where i just want to know how you found out that you were into british drill rap when i've never even i didn't know that was a thing dude i'd I, you know, I'd love to have some of these answers too. I would really love to know where this just pops up in my brain as some obscure ass knowledge, and all of a sudden I'm listening to British because I got into grime for a minute. Okay, okay. I got into grime. Grime's a little bit different, um, but then I kind of started to like like drill British rap rap music a little bit better, and then out of nowhere I find Pete and Bass. Okay, who are these two old guys? Who absolutely fucking slay. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's actually them? I thought this was just a music video. Like, it's oh, not homie. where they hired old actors to... <laughs> no, that's them, dude. <laughs> you just blew yeah, my mind. I was like watching this whole video like, oh, it's kind of a weird choice. Uh, kind of makes for a funny video. They hire these two old random guys. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> no... Yeah, bro, you could Yeah, they went viral a little while ago. Like they I w- I just watched an interview with them on I think Noisy. Okay. It was Noisy or Vice. It was one of those. They go interview him and I'm not joking around like the the guy's sitting in the It's yeah, I I'm pretty sure it's Vice because it's the guy that 
um, will go. Um, he's the guy with the beard and the glasses, and he'll go to like neo Nazi shit and uh, like okay. document it. You know what I'm talking about? Um, no, but I do like Vice a lot. Watch a lot of their videos. Oh. Okay, he. Um, I think he did a uh, that Comedy Central thing where they're just standing like in front of a stripper pole and they're doing like stories and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, this is not happening. This is not happening. I yeah. think he did one of those. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, he works for Vice. I think it was him before he was as popular. Um, but they're just driving around in this like really nice car and they're just going on. They're perfect British gentlemen and they're talking about how they got into it and the 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 smaller guy Pete. Um, he talks about he's like well my granddaughter loves rap so every time she would hop in the car she would turn on all these rap stations like and you know change my presets to rap and after a while i just kind of started listening to it and uh yeah i liked it found out i liked it decided to start doing it and the guy's like so who trained you and he's like "Eh, they're like nobody nobody (laughs) while they're driving around i swear to god selling drugs like they're picking up (laughs) packages from people and they're and he's like what are you doing he's like "Ah, just ask us about the music and i'm like what (laughs) so i can't tell if it's all a bit or these guys are just hardcore as fuck that's insane dude oh my god (laughs) i have been obsessed with them and they got some bops boy let me tell you like they're but yeah, it's 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 them, man. It's they do it. That's wild, man. I saw like a live video, like in the studio. I definitely gonna watch that later. I want to see them say, actually. Yeah, what's it called? The one I found was just like it's one of the top ones that popped up. It just says plugged in with fumes. Yes. The engineer. Please okay. watch that. Please okay. fucking watch I'm that. Gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> so yeah, I dude, I would love to know how I got into British the british rap scene but i don't know i've kind of been there for a while i just like you know i haven't learned enough about it because we're in america but i don't know i just keep on with it and i just i don't know i really like like grime and drill because it's just like super lyrical super heavy super Mm -hmm. hard it just fucking slams it kind of sounds like just a british version of like 90s like late 90s early aughts new york style rap like very Mm -hmm. east coast style of rap which is just very heavy very hard um so yeah also they're just like grandpas there's like (laughs) dude there's first off they have bars some of their bars are insane but he has this one where basically he's like you know i gotta go do my shit because my wife is putting in a kitchen like we're redoing our kitchen what so i gotta fuck? go do work <laughs> like, who raps about amazing. that oh yeah a 70 year old <laughs> yeah exactly and like because like i think like in that in that verse he's talking about he's getting in trouble because his wife is finding all the 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 money wraps around the house <laughs> And she's like getting pissed off like stop it <laughs> i fucking love it i don't care if they have ghost riders i don't care if somebody does help them i fucking love those guys absolutely dude. They are man no i'm right amazing. there with you and i'm because they're I'm just like rapping about hard. guinness and shit like in like <laughs> i'm pretty sure they were both like in war war one or something like <laughs> it's trippy man i i'm super into it i fucking love God it damn that's awesome <laughs> Well, you made my day with that. <laughs> yeah, just go ahead and spend a good hour on them. You'll, I, you won't I'm regret gonna, it. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Inevitably. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. This one probably got away from us a little bit here. We'll have Mitch yeah. trim down the fat for us. <laughs> um, but thank you guys so much. We'll be back next time. 89. 
we're well on our way, my man. Yes, sir. Feels good. We're doing it to it. All right. Mm -hmm. Cheese bags. Smell you later. Thank <laughs> you.